This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We're going to have fun today. Got a great show planned for you. Tough. That's a tough guitar lick to not do the air guitar to. I saw both Holly and I doing air guitar to that. You just got to get after yeah, it. Yeah, I was riff, doing air man. cowbell. Oh, is that what you were hitting? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Shoot. Well, we're rounding out the band. Wow. Uh, let's see here. We've got a, uh, what's today? Today's Thursday. We have a good Thursday edition of the Don and Steve Experience. Throwback Thursday today at 1130 which we will uh, get into. We've got the College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 10.30. Uh, Some interesting news regarding uh, Kevin Spacey and the fallout from him being cleared from nine sexual assault charges. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will get to that surprising story today at 9.30. But we begin today uh, with the sad news that came out yesterday and surprising news, I think, for a lot of folks uh, that the singer Sinead O'Connor has died um, died earlier this week. She was only 56 years old. Her family announced her passing yesterday. Yet to be revealed at this point is the cause of death. Mm-hmm. And so we'll wait to, um, you know, mention a cause of death until we officially get one. But it's it's been tough. She lost her son. Um, he took his own life last year. And so yeah. she's been, you know, living in the aftermath of a brutal tragedy like that. Yeah. And she's had a tough. rough go. You know, and she wasn't always treated with the the respect that she deserved. Um, but, oh, my God, that song, Nothing Compares to You. What a smash hit in that video. Unbelievable. Just written, a, beautiful. Written by Prince. Uh, that, but I guess she said later, I didn't know this, that she revealed she wasn't really a fan of him as a person. Right. Well, listen, I think you've got two you know, big uh, defined personalities there in both Prince and Sinead O'Connor. So you could understand that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, There's a really great um, documentary on her that I watched not that long ago um, that she kind of, she doesn't narrate. She kind of does, but it's it's a really great documentary. I can't remember where I watched it, but it's on one of the streamers. You'll be able to find it for sure. Um, yeah, 56, you know, we're hearing those, that number and 57 seemingly a lot in the past few years. Doesn't it seem like, like, I believe, was Prince 57 when he died? I feel like Tom Petty. um, No, Tom Petty was older. Oh gosh, Tom Petty, I bet was in his 70s. Oh, you think? I think so. 70s? Yeah, that's my guess. Late 60s. 66. Uh, 66. Okay. Prince was 57 years old. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of uh, um, celebrities. Yeah, yeah, there was a the drummer from Urge Overkill, if you know that band from the 90s. Uh, Black Onassis, he just passed away a couple weeks ago at the age of 57. See? Huh. Yeah. I feel like, um, let me just look at this right now. I'm just, now I'm kind I of I was wondering curious. if you were feeling that way because, you know, like kind of when you drive a certain car, you see all the cars. Oh, that could be. Uh-huh. But no, I, no, I feel like 57, okay. 56 has been a number that has been coming up a lot in, um, I don't know, in, in the news of celebrity deaths. Yeah. Kelly Preston. Um, oh gosh, I'll get back to you. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Thanks, man. It's good. Like the other club. Sad. What was the club? Was it the, uh, the 30, the 27 club. 27. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a, all, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison. Yeah. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse yeah. Did you say, um, Nirvana guy? Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Yep. Mm hmm. Hmm. It just, you know, you just start to feel your mortality when when you hear these stories and you're um, that age, if you know sure. what I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. My 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 uh, grandma used to read the obituaries. I you know. know. And she would say, oh, he was 34. He was so young. And I was at like the table with her as a eight year old. And I was like, that seems like a pretty long life. <laughs> and now here I am at 39. Like, oh, your goodness. All the all all these Sad things that are happening. Um, let's try to pick the tone back up. At 10 o'clock, Deep Tease, uh, we're going to play my favorite. I don't know a ton of Sinead O'Connor's music, I'll be honest. But I'm going to play for you my favorite song of hers. Uh, I've played it before on the show. Okay. And I'm just going to Deep Tease it. It is, it is really, really wonderful and peaceful. Oh. That coming up at 10. But, Holly, I just put this in. I meant to put this in earlier, but... Um, Last night I was kicking around on Facebook, and I came across an interview that Adam Carolla did with Jay Leno, and it was from Adam Carolla's podcast, uh, or his official Facebook page. It only came out a few days ago, so if this interview, in fact, happened years ago, it's new to me, and we'll, we'll play it anyway, but you're going to hear Jay Leno talk about what he did. Listen, Donna, to the, as, as we have striking workers, right? The SAG, AFTRA, and the uh, WGA. Mm-hmm. Listen to what Jay Leno did whenever NBC came to him and said, hey, the budget is too big for the show. We've got to let some people go. Listen to Jay. When I was doing The Tonight Show, um, I, I was making $30 million a year. It was ridiculous. Uh, okay. And NBC said, well, we're going to have to cut half the crew. You know. So we had a big meeting, and I said... All right, Bo, show of hands. How many feel I should take a 50% pay cut so we can keep everybody? Well, I got out of voted. And I said, well, I got screwed on that one. But really, I already have $15 million. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I never thought I'd get this far. And you know something? They were the best crew for the rest of the days. Uh, you know, everything was always terrific. It was a union crew. Everybody made a good living. You know, guys would come up and show me the car they bought or the house they got around the corner or whatever it might be. And it didn't cost me anything, really, because I had plenty of money. I was making plenty of money. What year did you take the haircut from 30 oh, to 15? It was in the 2000s, maybe 2005 from that point on, I think. They, uh, 
Listen, the to legend this. is is that you always kept all those Tonight Show checks. Oh, yeah, and yeah. made your money doing live performances, and yeah, corporate I, I, things, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you got to be hungry. I, 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 I live on. I, 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 I used to live week to week. Did you literally just put those checks, you know, I in the bank and never I lived cash? on the money I made as a stand-up, yeah. I, I, I wanted to be a comedian. I never thought TV was a job that would last your How whole many life. years did you do that? Until uh, the very end. I never touched any of it. <gasps> I always worked. So did I was doing 210 dates a year. No, I, listen, I know what you can get paid if you go out and you sprinkle some corporate gigs in there. Oh, there's, uh, there's money to be made. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, you still have a pretty big nut. You have guys who work for you. You purchase a car every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we can bring this down. He okay. goes on to say, wow. Donna, he, Adam Carolla asks uh, Jay Leto, who, who you're hearing from there, uh, he goes on to say he still hasn't touched that money. Any of his Tonight Show money, Jay Leno still has not touched it. And the man has every car that's ever been made and a, uh, I'm sure a big, beautiful house in Burbank, California, where I think he's called home for decades now. A new Canadian tuxedo for every day <laughs> of the year. He goes into the closet. He's like, what should I wear? Denim on denim? Let's uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Isn't that a remarkable discipline? So he he was saying he didn't touch the TV money. Ever. Still hasn't. And he made that much money on the million. road? No, he was making $30 million a year at the Tonight Show, they said budget too big. He said, "Fine, I'll go down to fifteen million, which is a really generous thing to do yes. that he didn't have to do." Yes, and I think that that was really a cool thing to hear. But then he was doing two hundred and ten stand-up dates a year, which means he would shoot the Tonight Show and he would go to a club that night and perform and make money, and that's what they would live on. I thought that was outstanding. I was like, that is that is remarkable generosity, remarkable discipline, absolutely, and just an interesting story. So that's Jay Leno talking to um, Adam Carolla. I wonder if you would be so generous with your coworkers. No, 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 no. Heads would roll. Okay, great. Heads would roll. Uh, how about this? When and we come it back, it's a hot one today. It is it is muggy, but the, today is the last day of getting through the really, really brutally hot weather. There's some hot weather hacks uh, that the Internet has put together, as a lot of the United States is under this big heat wave. We'll go through them and give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down. When we come back, it's the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy from my pals over at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Oh, boy. Hey, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. We're going out. We're going to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. If you happen to be out there, uh, come say hello. We're going to be watching Jersey Boys on the main stage right now. Folks are absolutely loving it. Last week, we had the director of Jersey Boys, Michael Brindisi. He was in the studio with us talking about the show and how blown away he was by who they were able to cast as Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons. There's a high bar. You have an expectation for all those Four Seasons songs that you love. And he says they just come to life in a fantastic way. So can't wait to see that tomorrow night. A great concert series happening there as well right now. When you go to ChanhassenDT.com, you can click on it and see this weekend the Michael Jackson family review, uh, Mary Jane's Jubilee songs and stories from 50 years of music, a tribute to Dave Matthews coming up as well. Tickets ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on iTalk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hot enough for you? 
Love it. Weather. Everybody's talking about it. It's so warm. Uh, today is is already vera vera muggy. Uh, we're going up to mid to high 90s today. Uh, okay. I think we're approaching. Oh, so, yeah, maybe. Yeah. What do you think? We're going to yeah. get to a hundo? I don't know, Steve. You trying to get us excited? Is that where you were going? I think the heat index is going to be past 100. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I love a good heat index. <laughs> I don't remember heat indices when I was a child. I remember wind chill. I don't remember the heat index. But yeah, heat index 105. Today. Wow. Wow. Well, shiver me timbers. Hmm. I'd like to know what the actual uh, air to. Okay, okay. Um, 99 is. <laughs> come on. Let's get to 100. Let's at least yeah, let's be able not to stop say that there. Yeah. We were here for a triple digit day in the great state of Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what level of bullcrap is this? That that how many states have a one hundred and twenty-five degree swing in a year? I bet very few. Right. So true. Anyway, wish I had a pool. Oh, Queen, wish I lived on the lake. Yeah, that too. A pool would be nice. You should get a pool. No. Yes, you've got all those kids. I know. Yeah, Couple you'll things. be the most popular house in the neighborhood. Yes. And that's the problem. <laughs> and that is the reason why it won't happen. I want a hot tub instead. We are actively... Overrated. Chi- no, I I am a hot tub lover. You're either a hot tub lover or not. I am, and my kids are. Okay. And there is no better way to experience a hot tub than when your body is warm and your face is cool. You get out of the hot tub because the air around you starts to feel muggy. It's too hot outside. The indoor hot tubs are tough to stay in. But when the snow is falling, you've got a speaker outside. There's a little bit of Christmas music on. And you're in this toasty hot tub. And your face just feels fresh fresh air coming in. But your body is warm. Come on, queen! Mm. I used to have a hot tub. Oh, <laughs> at the what? cabin, but then oh. a pipe broke, and then all the water turned orange, and I had to get rid of it. Thank you. No, Donna, thank you <laughs> for adding that to my whimsical story about. No, my it was wish fun. You're right. Time. You know, there was something cool about it being, you know, eighteen below zero, yes. and then going on the deck and looking at the stars oh. and just yes. And it's just, and I hear that it's a great way. I've heard some people say it's a great way to hang out with your kids in a screen-free environment. Mm -hmm. What do you do when you go into a hot tub? As long as you don't bring the TV outside, which some people do, but if you don't, then you're sitting around and you're chatting. Hmm. You know, it's like sitting around a fire, but this time you're sitting in the fire. I don't. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like to be barely clothed in front of others. I'm not asking you to wear your swimsuit around the fire pit. You can wear pantaloons if you want. <laughs> you can get a scuba suit for all we care. You'll be in the water, Donna. You'll be in the water. There will be bubbles. No one's wearing goggles in there going under and investigating. Okay. But thank you for your bravery. Thank you. These are 10 hot weather hacks. Are they thumbs up or thumbs down? How about this one? Buckle your seatbelt when you leave your car so that when you get back in, the metal buckle won't be so hot that it could burn you. Say that again? Buckle your seatbelt when you leave your car. Oh, I see. And then that little that metal is going to be less burnable on your skin when you get back in. How do you figure that? Because it's going to be inside of the buckle without direct access to the sunlight coming in uh, and heating uh, the metal up. Right next to the window. Okay. All right. Are you going to be this way yep. on all of these? Okay. Probably. We're not going to get through all 10. I just, I have questions. I'm curious. If your home's HVAC system is struggling to keep your house cool right now, it could just be a dirty filter. There's a little hack. Go and check your air conditioning filter. Make sure that it's been changed recently. What if it's under the house? <sighs> <laughs> I don't know, Donna. Call a contractor. <laughs> okay. You've probably heard this one before. Make sure your fan is switched to spin counterclockwise to create a downdraft and push colder air toward you. There's usually a switch at the base. Are you talking ceiling fan? I am. Okay. Make sure your fan is switched to counter. That creates a downdraft, huh? I. You're the one telling us these things. Interesting. Why well, didn't come up with them? When you start driving, don't roll down all the windows. Only roll down the drivers and passengers' windows, and the cross breeze will be much stronger. Huh? I have found that to be the case. Huh? Put your suntan lotion in the fridge. Oh, good one! To enhance its cooling effect. Okay, so that's the one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Put your undies in the fridge too. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's a good idea. Put everything in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have developed a sweating condition. I actually think that I have developed a sweating condition on my forehead. I believe I have hyperhidrosis on my forehead. Oh. I never pit out in shirts, but my forehead drips. And then once it starts, it's very hard to cool me down. Hmm. So you can also just like, um, you know, when you're sitting around, if you got ice packs, bring out the ice pack. An ice pack on your back, an ice pack under your feet, it does a great job of cooling you down quickly. I love it. Ooh. Put a large pot of cool water on the burner over your oven vent when the oven is on. It will keep your kitchen cool in the summer. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. <clears throat> we're hacking yeah is that it you got one more up your sleeve i got multiple more uh the easiest way to cool down in high heat is to dunk your shirt in water and then wear it yes that's great there you go wet t-shirt contest yeah, all for- day. <laughs> yeah this is Look this out, accidentally Canada got City. wild wow. <laughs> 
All right, uh, we got to go, but we're going to come back. And when we do, uh, surprisingly, a particular actor is defending Kevin Spacey working again. I think you're going to be surprised by this. Hey, friends. What's up? Stevie Boy and my buddies over at the Canopy Group. Uh, let's see. It's pretty hot outside today, so you know what that means they're going to be doing. Yeah, the same thing they do every day, guys. They're going to be saving people money on their homeowner's insurance, on their auto insurance. It's just what they do. They have a simple formula for savings, and that is options. They work with 16 different insurance companies nationwide, Selective Insurance, Westfield, Cincinnati Financial Corporation, North Star. The list goes on. They have some big ones you've heard of, some you haven't that are a little more boutique. But the options are what get you the savings because when you reach out and you can go to thecanopygroup.com and say, hey, here's my insurance situation. Here's what I'm paying right now. I need some help. Then they run that through their 16 companies and say, who can help this person the best way? We want two things. We want the best coverage and we want it at the best price. New customers save an average of over $800 when they make the switch. And that includes some of you, my talkers, who have told me you've saved even more than that. Thecanopygroup.com. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. So this was really weird. I saw this uh, this headline this morning that said Rose McGowan defends Kevin Spacey. And I was at home and I saw it and I got to work and then I clicked on the link and it, it disappeared. Like the story, I could not get to the story. Um, finally found it again. And um, she basically said, and this is a quote, Hollywood should hire Kevin Spacey. He was found not guilty. This is how it should go. And people are like, say what now? What? Um, so for those of you who may not have heard, Kevin Spacey was found not guilty on nine counts of various sexual misconduct and whatnot. And what I found interesting about this is it feels very hypocritical. What would you, what would she do if Harvey Weinstein was found not guilty? Would she say the same thing? Oh, Hollywood should just take him back. Um. Because in 2017, she blasted him over his coming out apology amid allegations that he made a sexual advance on 14-year-old actor Anthony Rapp. And she had posted, you know, keep the focus on Anthony Rapp. Be the victim's voice. Help us level the playing field. Bye-bye, Spacey. Goodbye. It's your turn to cry. That's why we've got to say goodbye. These are all things that she had Hmm. posted. So it's just very curious to me. I wonder what changed. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it's tricky because the the court of public opinion is not the court, right? Those are two separate things. Right. So you can be you can be cleared uh, and then there's still a court of public opinion. Let's go back to perhaps the most notable example of our time, one Orenthal James Simpson. Mhm. Right? I mean, yeah. he was he was acquitted. Right. But most people still think in the court of public opinion, he did it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's... But you're her, right, it her is turnabout is, is, is interesting. And you bring up a fair point. Would she have the same respect for the courts if it were Harvey Weinstein? 
Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. I just I I want to hear more from her. I want. Uh, is she being sarcastic? I don't know. Perhaps. Maybe it's sarcasm, but people are like, really. You know, all the comments. Is she losing her marbles? Uh, then somebody, funny you say that because somebody did say, Rose, please advocate uh, for OJ next. Oh. Okay. Um, and somebody else just wrote, no. Somebody wrote, shut up. Okay. What the bleep is wrong with her? Did her brain get eaten by worms? And then, you know, other people like me want to know more. Is there more to the tweet? Because I could read that maybe as being snarky. Right. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea. I want to hear more. Can you read the tweet again? Sure. Holly, this is from Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan on Kevin Spacey. Here we go. Hollywood should hire Kevin Spacey. He was found not guilty. This is how it should go. That's it. That's it. Hmm. You hmm. could read that in various ways. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning that there is an interpretation, I believe, of that tweet saying that... Kevin Spacey being found not guilty, hearing the mm, evidence against him that Hollywood should hire Kevin Spacey because he was be he was able to be found not guilty despite mount despite the evidence presented by the prosecution in this case. So being that Hollywood should get Kevin Spacey on the horn because he can make things go away. Mm. He can shove things under the rug. Okay, so to speak. So that is one way to read it. Okay. Somebody else said, if she's being sarcastic, she's very bad at it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the internet and sarcasm, sometimes they just really don't mix. Yes. And (laughs) same thing with With um, text text messages. (laughs) When it's just actual letters without tone, it it can be a little challenging to decipher. Um, But, hmm. you know, Kevin Spacey did say, you know, there are people waiting that he's, you know, going to work again and they're ready to hire him as soon as he's found not guilty. Um, I mean, who are these people like Woody Allen? Roman Polanski. I mean, mean, (laughs) look, the the probability of of Kevin Spacey working in the United States again, I would say, is fairly slim. I yeah. I mean, who's going to want to then be scrutinized publicly for hiring him. He's going to have to stay in Europe. Right? Well, I'd also say, remember that Kevin Spacey has to pay $30 million to Media Rights Capital. That's right. Because he messed up, according to uh, the producers of uh, House of Cards, Mm. his behavior messed up their whole situation. And he was found financially liable. So I just say that meaning... There would have to be a massive insurance policy taken out if you want to hire Kevin Spacey. Right. And I don't feel like a lot of folks are willing to do that. It's just a money I, thing. I mean, but how about Johnny Depp? You know, he came back from all those accusations, was found not guilty, and he gets a seven-minute standing ovation at Cannes. Yeah, that movie yeah. wasn't made here. Now, those were, those were different, um, you know, situations. But I, I always sort of fall back on... In a lot of cases, not in all cases, but in a lot of cases, I think you could go back and document the short memory of just American pop culture. We generally feel very, we feel this like righteous indignation in the moment. And then, you know, fast forward 
five years, and sometimes a lot of these things that are like, wait, what, are sort of forgotten. Now, we have not seen seen that same thing coming out of the Me Too movement. Right. I, I'm now officially wrong because I said back in 2018, I guess I have till the end of this year, <laughs> that um, that Matt Lauer would be back on some channel somewhere doing a show within five years. Yes, I did. might be. I might be very wrong on that now. Well, he is making the rounds right now at all these uh, charitable events, where people are saying he's working it, trying to get back. Yeah. Um, huh. I don't know. We'll see. Remember that time? Yeah, I sure do. When was that? Was that was that like late 2018, early 2019, right around there? Okay, Matt Lauer, that was 2017. 2017. 2017. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Because what that reminds me of is wow. just when each day, yeah, you would come in and honestly, you waited to see whose name was trending on Twitter. Right. And let us not all forget the shock and awe that was felt when the words Charlie Rose were there and you were looking at this you know, older fella who just seemed he had the, you know, the charisma of a rug. And you thought, <laughs> he seems just like he goes home and studies and then comes in and does an interview and then goes home and studies again and then comes back and does the interview. And then you find out, you know, he's actually Charlie Robe and doing all this <laughs> yeah, stuff. It's, it's like, disturbing. what is happening? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on out there. <laughs> There are a lot of people like I trust no one anymore. I just assume everyone's got like a little pervy streak to them, you know. Okay, that's the spirit, Donna. You don't have to go cynical on everyone. Yeah, we don't have to go like zero to pervert. Also, don't say pervy and streak together. I don't like that. Not a fan. Yikes! But I mean, if I look back at some things in years past. If I look back at some behaviors that at the time were completely normalized. Sure. Now I'd be like, oh, that would not fly today. That definitely would not fly. Some things, people would be canceled. People could be canceled if I were to write a book. Thank you. Whoa. I'm just saying there's a lot, a lot. I went back and looked in my journals. Um... Not that long ago, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy was completely harassing me and intimidating me every day at work that I would get to work and be like, please, God, don't let him be here. Don't let him be here. That was one of many. Hmm. So when all these things were coming up, I wasn't the least bit surprised. Louis C.K., he practically talked about stuff like that in his act, you know, Hmm. not good. Sorry, not up. good at all. Not good at all. But hopefully we'll hear more from Rose McGowan and maybe she can elaborate. Unrelated. And no names will come up here, Donna, so don't worry. You're going to shoot me a look right now, but don't. I just want to say, in terms of like getting people canceled, I'm sure this could be the case for some famous people, but everybody. I just want to speak, though, on behalf of anyone who's still living under the illusion that A, any of us are still washing our hands for 20 seconds and doing happy birthday. That That is long gone, and I hope you are not so naive as to believe that that's happening. But I can, I can give you a report just from restrooms in general. Even at the gymnasium, there are people, there are people that are 
go into the bathroom, and then they're walking out, mm-hmm. and they're grabbing dumbbells after oh. they grab their dumbbell. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? No. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. happening. I'm telling you, and there are. Men, I don't know if the same thing is happening in women's rooms right now, but I, I would say for men, it's like maybe eighty twenty, maybe seventy five twenty five of washers to non washers. But that's not a good. No, no, that's how people get sick. That's no. how I mean tummy stuff too. Listen, if you don't do it at home. That's your home. Live your life. But in public, just keep up appearances, if nothing else. <laughs> A little splash of water. Sure. I, I have gotten into the habit of really being um, aware after using the restroom at home. Like, I'm like, got to wash my hands. Got to wash your hands. Always. And if there's no soap in there, I go in the other bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to some... wash your hands, especially you, Steve. You've got oh, a lot of children. I know I yeah, do. They, they put their... Fingers and their noses. Oh, there's lots of opportunity for fecal matter. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Oh, we're we're potty training right now too. So, oh boy, I mean, okay. we are up close and personal. <laughs> I mean, we've been wiping diapers for you know the last twelve years of our life. So we're we're in and around fecal matter almost on the daily. Well, on that note, mm-hmm. we'll take a break. Alrighty. Uh, okay. Two things. Uh, first of all, the uh, we'll get in to see something. Say something next. Um, the internet weighed in on my beard. Last night, I will give you the results of a little poll that I put up oh. on uh, on Instagram. Uh, also, there is a guy trying to sell a wall for $50,000. Is he opportunistic or is he a bad neighbor? I'll explain that <laughs> when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys. It is Donna for my friends over at Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, something to remember, if God forbid you're ever injured in an accident... First and foremost, medical attention, obviously, even if you don't think your injury is serious, because oftentimes you don't even realize you have an injury or an actionable case until weeks later. So keep that in mind. And then after getting that medical attention, get a hold of a good personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. He would be happy to meet with you for a free consultation. Doesn't cost you anything but a little bit of time. And uh, it's free. And attorneys don't get paid unless there is an actual settlement. When you suffer a personal injury, you're in a vulnerable place. Your health is affected. Oftentimes, your ability to earn money is affected. Your family is likely affected. So don't wait. Get a hold of Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. You can find him online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us for one more segment. Woo! And if you've got $50,000, we've got a wall to sell you. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Tonight. Excuse me. So let me explain the situation. Let's figure out if this guy is opportunistic, doing something that could benefit him and his family, or if he is kind of sort of a bad neighbor. There is a real estate listing in the Georgetown neighborhood of Washington, D.C., Donna, the District of Columbia. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. This real estate listing does not really include any land 
it certainly does not include a livable property. It's just a wall. It's an old 22-square-foot brick wall. That's all it is. It was apparently Mm. the wall of an old historic hotel, something like that. But now, if you can imagine this, this wall is flush up against a modern row house in this Georgetown neighborhood. Okay, So the row house ends, and then smack dab right up against it is the remaining wall of this old hotel. Oh, probably a, haunted. Could there she uh-huh. goes. <laughs> Zero to haunted. <laughs> <laughs> a woman named Daniela Walls, no relation to the wall, bought the row house in 2019 knowing that she only owned part of the sidewall. She owned 12 inches of the interior wall, but not the 12 inches of the exterior wall. Okay, I know this is weird. But a year later, she discovered a leak, the woman in the row house. She discovered a leak. And so she had it checked out and found that the problem is actually with the old exterior wall. The structural structural beams of her house are somehow tied into that wall. Okay, so there's this wall outside of this row house. It's kind of tied to the house. It's causing problems on uh, the outside has problems that are causing problems on the inside. Okay. The wall is owned separately by a guy named Alan Berger. It's been in his family for decades. His father bought it in a tax auction in the 1960s for just $2.14. Alan, apparently, has refused to do any repairs on the wall, and now he's selling it. Alan. Alan. Now, Daniela offered him $600 for it. That is the tax-assessed value, but he wants $50,000. She says she can't afford that. The listing for the wall says quote the opportunities are limitless because it's right by trendy shops and popular restaurants and it's a 10 minute 10 minute walk to the riverfront area and so you he's essentially selling us like you could put stuff on this this could be your own permanent billboard you could paint something on it you could advertise your business The wall has been hit with several fines. These are currently tied up in court. And in addition to the disgruntled neighbor, there's also the cost of repairing it, which seems like it could be um, an inevitability uh, at this point. But it's it's a big wall. It's a big wall. You know what it kind of reminds me of? You know, um, when you're on 35, you're about to go over the bridge and you're crossing Washington Avenue and there's like a big Jesus mural yeah, I, right okay. near the University of Minnesota. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. By is it Seven Corners over yes. there? Over there, and that's what it looks like. It's about that size. If that rings for um, you know for anybody out there, okay. Um, it's hmm. lovely. It's red. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice. Listen, I don't think it's worth fifty thousand dollars. Okay. That okay. being said. I do understand why that person would see there being value mm. to a business, but also it's crummy for the person who lives in that row house. Yeah. So, well, opportunistic or bad neighbor or both? Both. Plot twist. I would say both. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Donna. All righty. Um, can we go to the mailbag for a sec? Oh, yeah, I'd love oh, that. I love sure. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Okay. Hmm. What do we got? Well, first, let's go back to Kevin Spacey for a moment. Uh, yeah. Somebody said, what if those people 
who accused Kevin Spacey of uh, sexual assault and whatnot. What if they were just doing it for money and he really is not guilty? Listen, and I think that that is when you get into allegations of any sort, you need to, you know, be cautious. Uh-huh. Don't rush to judgment Right um, around, obviously, charges like that and allegations like that. There are a lot of people have an emotional response to it. Right. Uh, it can even sort of be a, a triggering thing to hear about. And so, yes. you know, I give respect to that. But, um, it, but what if, let's take Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey out of it for a minute. Okay. What if, I, I mean, it just seems like somebody could just ruin your entire life by just going... Pointing and going, that guy's this, that guy's that, or For that sure. woman, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. absolutely understand that. And then uh, if you're found not guilty, it doesn't matter because you've already been public opinion. tarnished. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, Panda has some tips on staying cool. This in our email bag. People often think of how to cool their spaces. They should think about cooling their bodies. Take a cool shower, wet a washcloth with cold water, and place it on the nape of your neck. Keep a space cool. Place a fan in front of your AC vent. I've been making homemade snow cones. Ooh. Oh, really? How do you do that? You got some ice? You got a food processor? Yeah. Put the ice in the food processor, chop it up, and then you've got shaved ice. Oh. You sure do. Top as desired. Love it. Uh, this on hot tubs. Okay. <laughs> hot tubs suck to take care of. I had both, and we'll never get another hot tub pool way better, huh. way easier. Yeah. Just oh, saying, that's well, for you. Pools are even a pain in the behind sometimes. You got to hire yeah. out. Yeah, you got it. You got to, and then you got to manage the hiring out. And then it becomes a thing, but it How is tough, refreshing. How tough is a hot tub to take care of? Though? Ooh, yeah, you, know? you got to always. We, we had a hot tub growing barnacle, up. Barnacle. Steve Barnacles. You know, they say you got to put your bromine, you put your chlorine, you run the filter, you check some stuff. All right. Well, this from Steve. Get that hot tub, Steve O. I'll be your Huckleberry. Hey, now. Or Cliff. Hey. I'll be your Cliff. That's a (laughs) deep cut for longtime listeners. And frankly, that's uncalled for. Hmm. Um, That's all I got for you. I did take my beard online last night, fluffed it out for the people. They were clamoring for it. They said, Pappy, we need it. And I, uh, I fluffed it out, made it look a little crazy, and said, what's the plan here, gang? Are we trimming this thing? Or are we growing past the clavicles? We needed to, to make a decision here. Um, I did get some votes. Uh, Donna, 377 people voted that I continue to let it grow. Wow. Okay. You know that's just so they can mock you. <laughs> it's not because it looks good. 377 people said, let it grow. I suppose it would be a fair way of rounding out the story if I told you how many people voted for me to let it go, as in get rid of it. That would be at the moment 2,652. So, too close to call at this point. All right. So we'll wait for more precincts. Can, can, Holly, can't you just see him at the fair? He'll have like... Poutine hanging out of my beard. Bees inside of it. That's my dream. Totally. All right. Bye, Holly. Bye, Holly. Music news up next.